Uh, weekly in Mishkan David, uh, when we give the word, it most often will emanate from the Torah portion. So the Torah is the five books of Moses, um, and what, what our people have done throughout history, there was a time when, it was around the time of Hanukkah historically, when, I believe it was the Greeks or the Persians, they actually forbid the Jewish people to read the Torah. So, and what the Jewish people have done is they, 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 they put together reading cycles of the Torah. So every week, the same portion is read at synagogues all over the world, including here. So we read from that portion, and during that time, during the time of Hanukkah, historically, when the children of Israel, the Jewish people, were forbid to read the Torah, were very resourceful. So we just found places in the, in the books of the prophets that equated or resembled that Torah portion, and that became the reading. <coughs> and that was called the Haft Torah portion. But in this Torah portion, we see something, uh, we, we see the story of the building of the Mishkan. So for those newcomers that are coming here, I want to go to that place with that weird name. Yeah. That, like that Chinese name. <laughs> or I don't even know what language it is. Mishka, whatever. David. Blah, 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 blah. David. <laughs> hey, you want to go to blah, 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 David today? Yeah, 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 that place. So now's your chance to learn what the blah, blah, blah means. So the word is Mishkan. No. And in this Torah portion, we see the building of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is the tabernacle in the wilderness. So the tabernacle, we know the stories of the tabernacle. It's where God's presence dwelled. It's where forgiveness happened. That whole place is called the Mishkan. So that's where we get our name. It's a wonderful Hebrew word, Mishkan, within it. It has the Hebrew word Shekan, which means to dwell because that's where God's presence dwelled. Also in the word Mishkan, in that word Shekan, is a word that's not in the Bible used in this way, but it has evolved over time, and it's a Hebrew word, Shekinah. It's the same word, Shekan, dwell, Shekinah. Okay, and that means God's glory. As so many people in the church would say, His Shekinah glory. But that comes from the Hebrew word Shekinah, which is baked within the Mishkan, the word Mishkan. Okay? So in John 1.14, when it says that he came, Yeshua came to dwell among us, Shekinah, and we beheld his glory, Shekinah, it's all a play on words pertaining to the Mishkan. And you'd never see that if you did not understand the Hebraic nature of the New Testament. So in it we see the building of the Mishkan. And as rabbi of a place called the Mishkan, I pay attention to see if there's things in this Torah portion that would be helpful for me to know about the building of the Mishkan. And there's a couple of things that come to me when, as the Mishkan is being built in this Torah portion, a couple things come to me which I think are really relevant, and relevant for all of us. The first thing that comes to me is that the pattern of the Mishkan, how this was built, the blueprint, was given exclusively by vision from the Lord. It was not a vision of humans. It was a vision from the Lord. Moses went up to the mountain and he received the precise blueprint 
of what this Mishkan was going to be with all its blue and its gold and its acacia wood and how it's going to be and, and, mm. and everything is this length and this width. It all came from divine vision from Moses. The second thing that comes to me is that the building of the Mishkan came through somebody else. So God gave the vision to Moses for the building of the Mishkan, but the working to actually build the thing came from somebody else. And that's important for all of us because we, as humans, we have this we have this thing within us where we feel that God gives us a vision, right? We have a vision for something, something in our lives, something, whatever it is, whatever He's giving us a vision for. But we, as humans, we have this 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 thing within us where we feel that we have to be the ones to actually fulfill the vision. But that's not always the case. Sometimes Adonai is giving the vision, but he's not telling you to execute on it. There is a time, perhaps, when somebody else, in some other way, is going to fulfill this vision. There was a story given to me once by a Messianic rabbi. And he got this vision for a worship team in his congregation. They didn't have a worship team, and he got a vision for a worship team. So he then took it and said, aha, I got it. So he started to recruit people for the worship team. And he started to make a worship. Okay, what do you play? You play drums? Good, you're in. All right, what do you play? Guitar? Okay, you're in. All right, we don't have a sound system. We have no speakers whatsoever. All right, I'm going to go spend money and I'm going to go buy speakers. All right, who's going to bring the speakers? I guess I'm going to have to bring the speakers. So now the rabbi, every morning, loved this heavy equipment to the, to the service, okay? And, you know, then they did their worship and they, they never gelled. They were fighting. And then after the service was over, he'd have to take everything down, bring it home, and it was a luck for this one rabbi. And one morning he was taking his, 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 his speakers and, and he was going to bring it to the service and he threw his back out. And he couldn't go to service that day. And he's lying in his bed. And he's asking him, he's like, Adonai, you gave me a vision for a worship team. Here I am doing what you told me. I'm fulfilling this thing. And it stunk. Everything about it stunk stinks. And here I am laying on my back and I hurt my back. And in a moment of clarity, the Lord said, I told you you're going to have a worship team. I didn't tell you to go create it. And we as humans, again, we have this thing where like we get a vision, aha, because what we do is we translate it in our own minds based on how we think this thing is going to be. And then we build this thing, and now Adonai has to tear down what we built. And that can take years, and it can sometimes even take generations, because Adonai is not limited to time. But until this man-made thing is torn down, this Tower of Babel is torn down, now Adonai can do what he planned from the beginning when the vision first came forth. Another thing about the building of the Mishkan, it was not done by Moses, like I said. It was done by this guy. His name is Betzalel. We meet him in this Torah portion. Um, it's his name in English normally is translated Bezalel. But in Hebrew, it's Betzalel. And Betzalel was given a holy spirit of craftsmanship to do this thing. And I love that it says in the scripture that he was given a spirit to build. 
for craftsmanship. Because we, we have a tendency to look at the list of spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. Right? The, uh, uh, the, the wisdom and knowledge and tongues and translation of tongues and, and prophecy. And look at that as an all-inclusive list of gifts from the Lord. Well, craftsmanship is not in that list. But craftsmanship, a spirit of craftsmanship, was given to Bethalel. So you cannot put a box around the gifts of Adonai. What Adonai chooses to give, it's from his own purpose and his own desire. What Paul listed in 1 Corinthians is a subset of gifts. And I believe that in these days that we're in, these latter days, that the gifts of Adonai are going to increase. And it's going to go far beyond what we read in 1 Corinthians 12. So he was given a spirit of craftsmanship. The fact that he was given a spirit of craftsmanship tells me that he wasn't good at that before he got the spirit. It doesn't say that God picked somebody who's pretty good at building stuff. It just says he picked this guy, Bethlehem, gave him a spirit of craftsmanship, and then he was able to work on the gold, and he was able to work on the, on the acacia wood, and do all the cutting, and the, the, and the masonry, and all that type of stuff. It came from the spirit. So those are three things that I think are really important when it comes to the Mishkan, even the Mishkan here, and for all of us, that God gives a vision. It comes from a vision. But we are not always the one to enact the vision. But the one that does enact it, it's done through spiritual gifts. Like, I have vision here for this congregation. Adonai gives me vision. I have a vision that Mishkan David is going to be a light to the surrounding areas so people in the body of Messiah around the church can come and experience the rich Jewish heritage of your faith all across Rhode Island. And Southeast Mass, right, Peter? Yep, Southeast Massachusetts. <laughs> In North Mass. And for Jewish people to be confronted with the reality of who Yeshua is. This is my vision for this place. But I can't enable this to happen. I can do, I can do certain things. But this is not something that is on my weight, on my shoulders to do. The vision came for me, but how God is going to do it is entirely up to Him. And will be a surprise even to me. And I will say, Baruch Hashem Adonai, this came from you, not from the work of our hands. But this is challenging for all of us because we are creative beings. And we are, we are beings, that are, that we're beings that, that are designed to act and we're designed to build because the one true creator lives within you lives within us. So we have creation within us. So we want to go do. And we want to go build. But when is it? When is God saying, go build? And when is he saying, that's not for you? You don't have the tool. You are not the tool. You don't have the tools. I'm going to raise up somebody in my time. And how do we know what God is saying? Because sometimes it's hard. Okay? Because sometimes we do have gifts. Sometimes we're born with musical ability or some sort of ability you know, and so when is it like us doing it, and when is it not an eye? And believe me, I, be, I do believe that sometimes our, our natural gifts do intersect with our spiritual gifts. Sometimes it does intersect. So it's not like if it's a natural gift, that means God is saying don't use it. I think in a lot of cases they do intersect. 
But when is it that God is saying, step back? And when is he saying, go and build? I've given you the spirit to do this. It reminds me of the children of Israel when they were going to take the land. God was with them. His spirit was with them. So they were going to go do it. But then because they spied out the land and they, they caused fear to go throughout the land, God removed his, his protection. Right? So originally they were going to do it and God was going to be with them, but then God removed it and they went anyway and they got their butt kicked. Right? So when is he saying to do and when is he saying to not do? And Adonai is refining all of our hearing, all of our hearing, to know when he says, go do. And when he says, step back, don't do, do. <laughs> so how do we know? And again, it's a tough thing, but I'm going to give you the Mishkan David secret sauce to knowing when God is saying do and when God is saying don't do do. When God is saying do or when he's saying do do. <laughs> so, Yeshua, and this is nothing new, Yeshua said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, peace I leave you. Peace I give to you. I don't give as the world gives. This, I believe, is the test of when Adonai could be saying, do. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Easy and light. Light and easy. There is a spiritual line that we cross from light and easy which is where Yeshua lives and operates to the opposite, which would be heavy and hard. And Adonai is seeking to refine us to know when we are crossing over the light and easy into the heavy and the hard. And if we are crossing into the heavy and hard, this could be where Adonai is saying, step back because Yeshua is not there. He's in the realm of light and easy. Let me give a little example. What happened with Pamela was light and easy. Okay? Light and easy. I think it's going to be, I think Pamela's going to do a play. This is what came to me, like I said. If I went and started to recruit and everything like that, it wouldn't have been light and easy. But just throwing out an announcement, which was in line with the vision, and Pamela saying, yes, I'll do it, that's light and easy. Okay? Something about the vision, about having Mishkan David be a light to, to the surrounding areas. That's too big for me. I cannot enable that. But if you can put on that little thing. So this here looks like a whole lot of nothing, right? It's our little, it's our little logo. It's uh, very, very simple, right? It's very simple. What this is, is a, and going to be very soon, this is a six foot by three foot banner that this church has allowed us to put up full time. And then he takes his own axe and he chops down part of the tree. Now he's got wood from the tree that he planted. And he takes the wood and he puts it over here and he starts to make a fire out of the wood that he planted from the tree that he planted. And then he starts to eat some, you know, put some meat on the fire and he's eating the meat, you know, and doing all that kind of stuff. 
And then he takes wood and, you know, he builds something with it, you know, and he's doing all this warming himself with the, with the fire from the wood, from the tree that he planted himself. And then he takes some more wood from the tree, that, from the acorn that he planted himself, and fashions himself an idol and goes, deliver me! And what Isaiah is saying is that it's really dumb what he did for him to just build something with his own hands, use it for other purposes like eating and then just warming himself, and then saying, you know, cramping an idol out of it and saying, deliver me. So what is that and how does that relate to us? This is relying, trusting on the work of your own hands. So as I was praying God and I, like, idolatry, I got no problem with that one. He said, if you rely on the work of your own hands, if there's something in the work of your own hands where you're saying, God, save me through this, that is modern-day idolatry, even for the believer. Because we are fix-it people. But sometimes Adonai doesn't want us to fix. There are people that we feel need fixing. Where Adonai is saying, you are not the tool for that job. And you saying, deliver, deliver this person through the work of my hands, is, is, is going away from the light and easy level and going into the place of idolatry because you're trusting in what you can do and Adonai maybe saying to you, back away. Adonai is looking to deliver you, deliver me, deliver everyone from a spirit of codependence. In Yeshua's name, I deliver you from a spirit of codependence. A spirit that, that where you think that you can fix through the work of your own hands somebody else's addiction. Amen. When Adonai has it all covered. And he has the right tool for the job. Adonai is looking to set you free from a building project that he did not tell you to do. I know synagogues out there that are strapped with building projects six-figure building projects because they got a vision that they're going to have a building and then they took it upon themselves to, in, to enact this thing, to execute it, and it's a burden to the congregation, a financial burden. For whatever building project you are on, when it's not light and easy for you, in Yeshua's name, the one that is light and easy, I release you. And may Adonai take out these spiritual Q-tips and go, <laughs> so we know, so we know that I have crossed the line beyond light and easy to heavy and hard. So Adonai, I'm going to stay back. This is a hard one to hear. Sometimes we need to step back when it comes to our own shortcomings and our own failures and even our own sins. I know there's a vessel out there that was talking to me about cigarettes. And now he desperately wants to, to be healed from an addiction <laughs> to cigarettes. But, he just, but, but what was holding him down was not the cigarettes. It was the guilt. Because he kept trying and trying and trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. So I told him, and you're going to have to hear this without running out of here, I told him, go smoke. 
if you don't have the ability, if God didn't give you that Bezalel <laughs> spirit to, to do this, then just smoke. Just smoke is unto the Lord. And put it down. Put down the trying. And maybe then Adonai will enable deliverance. Because the work of your own hands is becoming tiring for you. And that's rough. Because you don't want to tell people this, this sin. But sometimes we don't have the ability to do it. Even for ourselves, we are not the vessel, we are not the tool to do it. It may come from somebody else. Somebody will lay hands on you. Somebody will pray over you. Somebody is praying over you, you don't even know. Your grandma. And all of a sudden, this thing is, is going to be healed. And how did it happen? It didn't come from the work of your hands. It came from Adonai raising up the Betzalel in the moment to take care of the thing through a spirit. Adonai is looking to deliver you from a spirit of control. Because when you are controlling, you have an outcome that's on your mind and you are doing everything you can to make sure this is the outcome. I release you from that. I release you to put the, give the outcome to the one who has enabled it and called it to be so from the beginning. In Yeshua's name. Even in things that just stink in our lives. That there is this light and easy sweet spot that we can dwell in. It's the eye of the hurricane. I believe it is there in every situation. This light and easy sweet spot. And may Adonai, may the Lord, place you in that light and easy sweet spot. So even in the midst of hurricanes, which we all go through, <laughs> that we're able to, to sink in, to hone in to Yeshua, the one who said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, peace I leave you, peace I give you, I don't give as the world gives. So do not let your heart be troubled. We give this to you, Lord, in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Amen.